I sold drugs for about 13 years of my life, from 30 to 43. And I would always say to people, hey, Cecilia, you're not scared of the consequences. Aren't you afraid that you're going to go to jail or that you're going to die in this lifestyle? And my answer was always no. I said, God's got me. He owes me for the trauma that I endured as a child. So no, I'm not afraid of what may happen in this lifestyle of selling drugs. You're listening to the In All Podcast. Unpolished stories of hope dealers who share their experience of reliance, recovery, and renewal. These are everyday Houstonians who are a part of Mercy Street, a church community in Houston, Texas. We believe God is in all places and working in all people to create a safe harbor of hope and restoration. Go to inallexperience.org to find your story in all stories and see how we all find God in all our stories. I always had a relationship with God. Ever since I can remember, I was baptized Catholic, and my mom took me a couple of times to church, but I continued to go to church without her at the age of nine, taking my brother and my sister. So I always had a relationship with him. He was always a part of my life. It was just something that was, I just knew. However, um, I endured some trauma as a child. And because of that, when I turned like almost my late teens and my early 20s, I turned my back away from God. My daughter was born in 1990 in January. And at the same time, I was beginning to become very active in my addiction. <clears throat> Hold on a second, let me, let me take a breath. <sighs> my son came along four years later, Elias. He was born in August of 1994. And when Elias was born, I was high on substances. So when I had Elias and I went to the hospital, I had just finished getting high that morning. So I was coming off the drugs, so my son was born with substances going through his body as well. I didn't have any consequences for those bad decisions concerning that. He was always there. He never left me. He was there holding me and comforting me with love, grace, and mercy and compassion waiting for me to experience life. And so that when I made a decision to change my life, that it was something that I was willing to do without any hesitation, without any rethinking that, you know, is God there, is God not there? It just was that when I came to change my life, that I just knew that God is, God was, and that's all there is to it, bottom line, period. I felt that God stood by me, that he knew my heart. He breathed life into me, so he was patient for me to experience life however I chose to experience life because I made a lot of bad decisions, a lot of them. And so he was true to his word. I am his beloved. He loved me no matter what. And I had to have that understanding and experience these things in my life 
so that I would know this, that no matter what life throws at me, I know that God is with me every step of the way. He is right there next to me, guiding me. And when I have those sad times in my life, He is right there in the midst with me during those sad times. So I had to experience life the way I experienced so that I will know without a doubt that I would have blind faith that God just is. And no one could ever tell me different because of my life experiences. I got off the bus at Mercy Street because I was at Santa Maria Hostel. And when I got to Mercy Street, there was three people that I had seen from my past. And these people, I felt they were a sign from God to say, hey, Cecilia, this is the place for you. Look, I'm gonna put people so that you could see how well they're doing in their lives. There was this one girl, I saw her, she was from a treatment center and she was now successful three years in recovery, abstinence from her substance use. I saw another individual who I used to sell drugs to who was now abstinence from his drug use. And then I seen another individual who I had met in my past when I had tried going into a facility the first time and thought that I knew everything about my substance use disorder. And there she was. And so I went back on the bus that night and I just sat on the back of the bus and I cried because I knew that this was a place for me. I knew that I was supposed to be here and that I would stay here. And I did. I did stay at Mercy Street. I made a promise and a commitment to God that I would continue to come to this community so that everyone could see how he had restored my life. And um, the people in my community, oh, man, they never shamed me. And they knew where I came from. They accepted me for who I was. They loved me until I could love myself. And never once did they judge me, never. And they knew my story. I never had to wear a mask at Mercy Street. I could always be my true, authentic, bona fide self. And it was never an issue with anybody in my community. And now, <laughs> I'm grateful because, you know, I'm on my way over here, I just, got my job offered on a silver platter. I am now going to be working at the treatment center that I graduated from. And that to me is a big, it's a 180. From having customers, people who have a substance use disorder come to my house and, and buy 20s and half eights and eight balls to now being a drug counselor and helping people reach recovery, become to be in recovery, to give them tools and skills that are necessary for a person to achieve a successfulness in their life, to be a successful individual, to reach your small goals, which lead to the big goals. So because I am a drug counselor, this is what we do. We're clinicians and helping and guiding individuals through their process so that they could become who they were meant to be. And for me, who they were meant to be are children of God.
God has exceeded beyond my wildest dreams. He has given me so much more than what I asked for. And sometimes I'm just in awe of what He's given me because at times I don't feel like I deserve it for the decisions that I made in my past life for the mother that I was or the sister or the daughter. So he has given me so much more than I can ever ask. The impossible became possible. The unreachable became obtainable. And I'm just forever grateful. And I just want to tell everybody, thank you. Thank you. I hope that I make everybody in this community proud, man, because right now I'm so proud of myself and how I have moved forward in my life. And there's only one person that I owe my life to and who I live my life for, and that is, that's God. That's God, and I'm grateful. Thanks for listening. When we gather in homes or coffee shops to listen to the In All podcast, we've saved you a seat. Go to inallexperience.org to check out locations for the In All Groups in Houston.